0: Hey, everybody, it's Cindy here, and welcome to another episode of the Life Makeovers podcast. So happy you're here today, and I am so excited because today I have with me Mia Austin, who is a dear friend and fellow coach of mine, and uh, I'm just looking forward to having a conversation with her. So hey, Mia, welcome. Hi, Cindy.
1: It's so good to see your face and to talk with you and your audience.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so great to see you. You are you're sort of every woman and I mean I mean it. I mean there's so much. You do so many different things. What what do you want us to know about you? I mean, I feel like I know you well, but what do you want our listeners to know about you today? Um I do a, a
1: lot of things, but uh, what I'm doing is right in sync with what you're talking about all the time, which is uh, you know, I'm I'll be 60 in April. Um, My kids are 37, 35, and
0: 32 or three. I
1: don't know. I'm not sure. Right in in the 30s there. In the 30s, four grandbabies. And now I am really doing, just doing the things that make me happy. I'm trying to create income sources by doing and having multiple sources of income because that's what you need in today's world. Um, But by doing what makes me happy. I also have stopped the 10 and well it used to be 14 hour work days and then it was 12 and then it was 10 then i was when i became yeah. self employed 8 and now there are other things i want to do i want to see my grandkids i have a horse i want to go ride my horse mm-hmm. so i'm really i plan around what i want to do and then figure out how to do what i have to do without running myself against a brick
0: wall okay just stop right there cuz you just okay. share Um, an amazing nugget, even through introducing yourself, right? Because what I hear all the time with women in midlife is they're either bored and don't know what to do with themselves or they're stretched so thin still, they have no time for themselves. They don't know how to stop the people pleasing and the, you know, just trying to be all things to all people. That kind of stuff and it sounds like you're really living what I call a passionate life so it's based on what you're passionate about what how you're living spending your time and how you're working both. And that is very, very exciting. So, uh, wow, I give you all my applause and kudos yet again. Mm -hmm. And uh, just love hearing that so yes you're a mother you're a wife you're a grandma you love horses you love dogs you love to exercise. You're a coach. You're a consultant. You're writing a book. I mean, <laughs> you're a, you're a Christian. And people say, what do you do? I'm like, do you what have time to it down? Do <laughs> And do you guys still have the business, uh, you and your Multiple husband? Multiple businesses. Yes. Yeah. Oh My, my
1: husband has an automotive shop. Um, he does repairs and body work and mechanics, some mechanical work, mostly wow. body work. Um, well, my husband has a trucking company and he, we don't have any employees anymore. That got to be too much, but he r- runs a hotshot. Um, that's one of our sources of income. Then we own an event space where my daughter also has a bakery. So I manage the event space and he clean up and stuff with that. Uh-huh. And then you mentioned fitness. My fitness business is called shift mind plus body because it's whole person fitness. So it comes with life coaching. Um, Because a lot of fitness starts, right? Yeah, it starts up there. And then you go, then you go down. Um, And just a place where anyone can feel like they can do whatever they can do and they feel accepted and they're on a journey. And I have a group of wonderful people who are on that journey too. So it's a great group to be with. Um, And then I do motivational speaking. That's one of my main gigs.
0: Oh yeah, right.
1: Speaking and I'm doing more of that now that covid an end to that real quick i did wind up doing some zoom but that's not the same so back to getting to be out with people which i really really love and then the big thing the other big thing that i do the reason unfortunately i was late for my call with cindy today because i am a predictive index consultant which i use with both my life coaching and my executive coaching which like you were saying you know people are people pleasing and so one of the, one of the reasons I know how to be in my zone of excellence is that that's one of the tools that I use and coach with is what are your preset preferences? Are you full of ego and you like to win and you like to go forward? Are you accommodating um, and liking to be part of a group or a team more? Are you social? Or are you more reserved? Do you like to go fast and methodically or, you know, do you like to go slow Um, And then how important are the rules to you? Attention to detail. So Mm -hmm. I do a survey that flushes all of that out. And Mm I I know, so I know myself, I know my husband. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: that just makes it easy to say, why are you doing something that's outside your zone of excellence? Stop, Mm -hmm. stop doing that. (laughs) Um, And why do I keep saying, yes, we mm -hmm. can figure that out and dial into that and help understand You know, and as you and I have talked before, it's something that you have access to for your clients as well, if you so choose to to get that same information on them to help you coach them. And I've done you a long time ago. Uh, You probably don't even remember. Yeah. So that that is really, yes, Mm -hmm. the dots. Uh huh. So that is really, Cindy, what's allowed me to come to the place where I am because that's what I'm telling other people, you know, shift to doing more of the things that you love and you're good at and shift away there you don't have that obligation there are probably other people in your life that have the right traits to do the things that you don't want to do Let them. they will be happier you will be happier so it's especially important even in a family dynamic as 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 a woman of age um <laughs> I'll be uh, woman of as a woman of age. Is that what we're calling ourselves now? I don't know what the right phrase is. I'm uh-huh. trying to find a positive way. Not, I, I used to like to tell people I'm elderly just because it was funny. And I teach fitness and I'd be like, look, I'm elderly. You guys are in your twenties. What are you talking yeah. about? You can do this. I do it.
0: I'm elderly. You are age appropriate for a Perkins discount. That's what you are. <laughs> that's That's what it is that's what i'm going to start saying members of
1: aarp but i could be (laughs) Mm -hmm. although i've opted out of aarp because they started sending me invitations when i was like 40 and i'm like no yeah no it's 50 and and above isn't it and then when i was of age i'm like i have I've shunned you all these years. I'm not getting on
0: board now. <laughs> no, but that's a great thing. That's another example of not doing anything just because you think you should. You don't have yep. to. The word now is an acceptable Absolutely. word English language. I love what you're saying here. So, when you um, when you were growing up and you were watching the the older women in your family, you know, like your mom's generation, maybe your aunts uh, and and even grandmothers, like. What what was your impression of what midlife would be like, or do you remember thinking about? I mean, we we didn't sit around as little six year olds and go, "Gosh, I wonder what midlife's like." I guess I'll watch my mom. But I just I'm just curious what oh, you did. I did. I did. <laughs> you did. Me because, did.
1: Because my dad was 47 when I was born, and my mom was 44 when oh, I was born. Wow! So I I was well, I was 10, watching my mom. actually try to do what 30 year olds did
0: yeah and I and I and I remember
1: thinking this is what 30 year olds do how are you doing it and um and so it was like being raised by my grandparents in many many ways that more conservative Mm -hmm. um view that 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 generation has Mm -hmm. so um so I was really aware of it and I swore I was not going to put on weight I was going to be young when I was old, and then I was going to have all my kids while I was young, and I could do everything that they could do. I could rock climb. I could bike ride. I, anything you want to do, I'm down for it. We'll jump out of an airplane. Heck yeah. That's what you want to do. We're, we're going to do it, um, and so that's how that influenced me, and that, right? my <laughs> perception of middle age was you can't do much anymore, Yeah. yeah. You're too old. You're out of touch. You don't know the slang. You don't know what's happening. And so that's how this, that became me, that, that person that I, at 10, I said, I'm never gonna.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, so you're rocking and rolling with that, aren't you? Cause you're pretty cool. I think you're like, (laughs) been happening. Uh, the you. Other thing you called yourself elderly, which I having being your just like five years, your junior, I, I, res- I will not adopt that with you. I re- I,
1: that, but it's funny when you call yourself elderly to a young person, they're like, no, you're not. Cause they don't know how old you are. And they don't think about it. The kids in their twenties and thirties don't think about that now. So just once you're beyond 30 something in their eyes, you're just, you don't know how to use all the apps. You're elderly. And they get a kick out of it. When you call yourself elderly, they would be like, yeah, you are. How old are you? And then when you tell them, Cindy, how old you really are, they go, really? Yeah. You know how to use all the apps and you're so relevant. <laughs> and it shocks them. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah I, I love getting the surprise looks when I tell my age and they, <clears throat> they're surprised. No, you're heart. not.
1: Uh-huh, you and then I'll, and th- and they'll tell me how old they think I am. And I'll say, just a minute, I need to record this on my phone. Will you say yeah. that again so I can play it to myself in the mornings?
0: <laughs> so, you know, what I hope our listeners are getting from this is that age is a, a number, a number, a number. It's a state of mind. We can choose our attitude at any age. Yes. And, uh, you are living, breathing hip-hopping skipping example and you've stayed and you've stayed active and you've raised your kids that way and wow and you just keep going and going you're like the energizer bunny right I have also though Cindy learn to slow down because
1: I can't do uh, quite everything you know takes me a little longer to come back if I you know go to bed really late and get up really early I don't just pop back into that Yeah. Um, yeah. so I do have to keep in mind you know the pace that I think I can go in my brain and the pace that is best for me are sometimes different Mm. and if I don't pay attention and respect the fact that I am indeed almost 60 just Mm. respect I don't have to Mm -hmm. fall into that I don't have to let it define me Mm -hmm. but I Mm -hmm. can respect it in knowing that if I go too hard I crash and burn Mm-hmm. And I, and I crash harder than I used to, and it takes a little longer to get back on my feet. And that I really need to, my, my thing this year is trying to get balance. Balance mm-hmm. is my word for 2022.
0: How's it going? Got a few. Reasons.
1: I still struggle
0: with it. It may be my word
1: again next year. Yeah. Um, yeah now that I'm allowing, you know, I I don't know how many other women out there can identify with this, but you did everything for everybody else. Probably many of you can identify with this. You spent your money on your kids, not yourself. You spent your time running hard. I mean, our kids raced and danced and we were their coaches. We, we had the race team. I was the dance coach. So we did that with them and, um, and things are just different now. I just have to, um, I have to be aware of that and respect that and and give myself grace and yeah. give myself rest. Mm-hmm. So those are two gifts yes. that I have to pay attention to and make sure that I'm delivering to me. Beautiful.
0: I love it. Now you may see I'm writing notes down. That's fine. Yeah. As a couple of days from now after your podcast drops another one will drop with me uh summing it up and sharing so so i i'm taking notes some while you're speaking too so wow that's great i love it so giving yourself knowing respecting your age too and what it means for you sometimes and taking more time to recover from a busy full day or full weekend letting yourself rest giving yourself grace and uh Yeah, and just working on that balance always, like what's best for you is going to be best for everybody else, but how do we create that on a day-to-day level? So love all those points. Thank you so much. So now that you're, well, I, now that you're where you are in your life, like what, as you reflect on the last mm, 10 years or 20, I don't know, however long you want to reflect, what's been the most difficult part of midlife for you? (laughs)
1: You know, I've been thinking about that mm-hmm. and I think there, there, it really hasn't been difficult because of my attitude. There have oh, been okay. moments, don't take me wrong, there was the moment that everybody can probably identify with where the kids had all moved out and I came up to do something, get in a closet and these were the kids' rooms and most of their stuff was gone, but there was a few things there and I realized that I was done like whatever parenting i did that was good or bad had taken hold and there was no more like there i can't go back there you can't wish you could go back and 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 that that is a waste of energy and emotion mm-hmm. i wish i had you know if i'd done this maybe my child would be different today some of that or i'm sure many of your um followers and your clients can uh, kind of picture this in their own lives as well which is that you feel like you lose a little bit of relevance like your kids start to uh, say you don't know what you're talking about and you know
0: they start to parent you have your kids started doing that Cindy I don't I don't recall that at all yet no I don't think so. how old are they they're 27 and 25 Oh, it'll come.
1: Um, I also have two very opinionated daughters, like me, who (laughs) tell me what to do all the time. Tell you what to do. It may be my very opinionated daughters who are now telling me what to do, but they do. Don't do that, mom. Why would you do that, mom? (laughs) And so I've had to learn not to take that personally, but to pay attention, to hear the message. Mm -hmm. And then I take what
0: I like and leave the rest. That's part of that transition, though, with the emptiness. It is. It is. I can't wait mm-hmm. That, first, that yeah. like, first, those first few pangs of, oh gosh, like, I, okay. I'm I done. done. It's done. I, yeah. I hope I gave all the mess. <laughs> yeah. <to> give. <laughs> when I was, I'll tell you a quick story. Ooh. When I took my daughter to college, <clears throat> I was just beside myself. And she went to a college halfway across the country. So I knew I wasn't going to see her very often. we were really close. And I was, we were unpacking her in her dorm room and I just, finally, I just had to stop her. And I just said, Laura, have I, have I, ha, is do you feel prepared to be, you know, to leave the nest, to be out on your own? Is there anything that... Any questions you have? Is there anything I have? In the dorm room.
1: Yeah, it's in the dorm okay. room. There's, there's, mom, there's, just
0: leave. there's just leave. <laughs> No, when she goes, well, gosh, mom, I, can't I just call you? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, like that. I'm never going <laughs> to see you
1: again. Right, yeah, I get it. I've done that, too.
0: Oh, my I've gosh, but the too. panic set in. She's like, well, if I... I I can call you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but any, there is that. And then now, yes. and then you're yeah. saying, I love what you're sharing here about, you know, the kids now coming around and like feeling they need to give you some inspiration about your home. Oh, and that's not inspiration. That I call it directions yes. and instructions. That's, I, that's
1: they're not they're trying to
0: inspire. They're, they're trying to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's part of that transition, isn't it? That they're it adults, is. we're adults. And even though they're always going to be our babies, and we're always going to be their parents, the relationship, the dynamic, yeah. there's equality yeah. to it now, like, I'm going to give you my opinion or, that they think, or that we'll give them theirs or whatever. So yeah, it's ironing all of that out is an interesting transition that a lot of people struggle with. But yeah. uh,
1: yeah, and I still struggle at times. And, and the answer for me, and I'm and I've really been wrestling with this lately, is allowing them to be exactly who they are Absolutely, um, and figuring out how um, I'm going to be exactly who I am. And you may or may not like that. And I don't have to change. Remi- I'm your mother. You're alive. I, I like manage to keep you alive. Yeah. So, not saying that to my children when they tell me something that I think is stupid is like, why? Why are you telling me? I, I mean, all three of you kids are happily married, <laughs> and you've got good jobs, and you lived. Okay. So, why are you trying to tell me this now? Um, but not responding that way, yeah. and knowing that what they're doing now has to do with the phases that we are in, yeah. and to not look for the negative in that but to look for the positive they love me they called me they care about me yes and not to take offense to that and also to to listen because sometimes they tell me something i might have needed to hear oh my gosh Um, yeah
0: so much from our children i mean yeah Yeah, absolutely Mm -hmm. exchanges yes Mm -hmm. if you can enjoy it so Yes, everybody work on finding that comfortable space Mm -hmm. (laughs) where you can have an adult. It's really all
1: about acceptance. And that's what I work on in coaching with people. And I'm sure you do as well, Cindy, is helping them understand that, you know, everything is as it should be. There's a reason for everything. And if if you can work on accepting it and work on making the changes in you that will help you cope um live a big life make those changes in you not in the people around you and people work yeah. through
0: them you can not change
1: other people yeah
0: mm-hmm. so where our power lies is looking if we're uncomfortable in mm-hmm. something in is the going, mirror might be different mm-hmm. yeah
1: yep in the mirror that's where <laughs> we have to go and it's usually the last place that we look we start by looking around at everybody else and what they should be doing and how they should be reacting
0: yeah, it's it's tempting to blame and look for things outside of ourselves for sure. Yes. But what, like I talk about in my book, and I know you talk about coaching people, we must take full responsibility for our lives. Yes, yes. the only way to really be truly happy in the long run is to just really take responsibility. And of course, other people are responsible for their actions in our relationships, and their words in our relationships, or whatever, and in the work we're doing together. That's true, of course. But you can't do anything about other people. You can invite people to go through a process of change with you, or invite them, help them to understand how to support you, love you, and and ask for what you need. But ultimately, we need to, uh, you know, be responsible for what we want and need in our lives, and and uh, let people be themselves, mm-hmm. our kids Absolutely. and everybody else. So. <laughs> Um, okay,
1: so I guess when you ask me what's been difficult, I would say that it's been beautiful and that there's just certain days or events that might have been difficult, but I don't allow those to define this period, those are days and events. Yes, part of my life is how I'm choosing to live it, it's my responsibility, and it's been fabulous and joyful. And, um, you know, I told my kids there's no money right now for you because i spent money on you for the last you know 45 years and now mama's buying a horse (laughs) so i'm spending money on me and i'm doing what i want to do and i'm spending my time riding my horse and i'll come by and visit my grandkids and do the the things but this is what i love that's my happy place Mm so you know and the kids are all you are all why are you spending all this money you know why you're spending too much that time. Yours, Yeah. And it's Because yeah. that's what I want to do. And because that's what's making me happy. So again, those might be difficult conversations, but they don't define this period where I'm living my best life, yeah. where I'm doing and I'm not, I, I, I'm no longer focused on, I have to make these kids turn out right. I have to have enough money. You know, mm-hmm. all those things that you focus on in your younger years.
0: Yes, it's so I find it very freeing not to feel responsible for yeah, us. I mean I love very them very
1: freeing, very
0: you know, love our relationships and everything yeah. and I love not feeling responsible for them. I just it's such a relief, you know, it's such an exciting it's so it exciting. is and, and go then go the, the horse if you want the horse, go get the horse. Yeah, there's, there's that, that day is. or moment,
1: whatever, I don't know what it was for you, Cindy. Um, but when you realize that, wait a minute, I'm free now. I, you know, that I didn't think I never thought about buying a horse before, but then I started thinking about being free. So what would you want to do? Well, I, I'd like to have a horse, which sounds ridiculous for a 60 year old hasn't ridden horses since her childhood.
0: Why is it so yeah,
1: What, what? So I baby stepped my way into it. I went and took some lessons, which is what I recommend for everybody in our age. If there's something you've been wanting to do that you never got to do because you didn't have the money or because you were too busy with the kids, this is the time. So take a baby step toward it. And and if it does really give your heart joy, then take another baby step. So then I leased a horse to see if this is really what I want to do. And then I bought a horse Mm -hmm. and then that horse died. I remember that Uh and that was tough because I threw myself as I do in everything headlong in that but then I bought another horse because I am committed to this journey so I made those decisions one by one in moments but they all support the underlying goal of trusting in myself allowing myself to look at what's on my bucket list and giving myself the grace the time and the space to do it.
0: Yes. 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 Oh I love it. Yes.
1: Good. Good. Thank I hope so it's gonna be something that's gonna help our listeners. Oh, of course. People in the coaching group will, you know, find a little nugget there.
0: I think so because I do hear it. I know some women are living like you and I are living, where they're passion-based, their aging is welcome. You know, um, just loving their lives, feeling fulfilled, feeling meaning in their lives. But there are a whole other set of them who are concerned it's too late for them now that it's they're they can't change or not, they're still not good enough or they don't know what they want. And, you know, there's some, there are, there is that going on too. And so, yeah, I, I feel like that really helps, hopefully helps women to open wider to the thought Mm-hmm. of uh of really just getting connected with who they really are and what they really want and allowing themselves that freedom i love the word freedom that's a, that's mm-hmm. a nice one to, uh, yeah. to play with in this conversation so um,
1: and, I, and i like that you you just touched on um knowing what you want and i think at at our age that's where it starts you have not allowed yourself to think about what you want perhaps for a long time. And so you, you don't, our lives are run 80 to 90% off habit. So you're not thinking that way. So if I ask you, what do you want? You'll probably say, I don't know. So going through the exercise of figuring out what you want is where this starts. Yes. And then figuring out a baby step you can take to see if it really truly is something you still want. And then how do you move forward with that? But for me, it all centers on what do you want?
0: Yeah. And that's so uh, counter to how a lot of us were raised to think there was a certain way to do life when you grew up and got out, you know, graduate high school, then here's the formula for yeah. happiness and success. Please follow this formula. If you don't follow the formula, you're going to be in trouble. You know, there's just this really yes. belief system. I think it's gotten a lot better with our I did too generation I think it's I think it's open much wider and I think that's very exciting
1: I think people like you and writing the book that you did you know that there the more of that that's out there the more you are connecting with people with what you do the deeper this will spread and I'm so it makes me so joyful to think of that because I want people I know that mindset I lived in it for a little while and I know how much more more joy I have now and I don't want people living in that mindset that's a sad thought to me
0: Oh, yeah, it's really sad. And we need everybody to be happy, healthy, vibrant, and just living out the fullness of human life because Mm -hmm. they were uniquely created Mm -hmm. and we need them to be who they are meant to be in our world. And again,
1: going back to balance, you talked about preconceived notions of what we should be like. Going back to that balance, for me, it is, you know, I don't jump at my kids' beck and call to babysit or to do something. I I might say, I can't, I'm riding my horse. I have a horseback riding lesson and they'll shame me for that. Okay, fine. You know, your grandkids. (laughs) So again, it's knowing, you know, kind of what my boundaries are and saying, you know, I am going to spend time with my grandkids. I do want to be there when they need me, if they need someone to watch them, but I'm not that grandma. I don't come at your beck and call I don't come every other month to visit the kids that are far away and spend all that money on airfare. I will visit the kids. I will call, but I'm not your typical grandma, you know, and let me know if you need something and I'll try to try my best to help you. But they're raising their kids. I'm there to be a support system. And maybe I do this because my mom was, you know, in her 70s, I guess, Um, you know, when my kids were little. Yeah. so she couldn't help me so I didn't have any grandparents the rest of them were deceased to to do the dump them off at the grandparent thing yeah Um, Yeah. and my mom started a few traditions with my kids like she would do my grocery my grocery shopping that was her way of showing love to me and she'd take my kids and that was her time with them and she took one kid they rotated And that was their time with Nana. And and then she was doing something with me. So ideals like that. Like if you want to, and not letting your kids dictate how you help them. I mean, I'm going to do this with the grandbaby. If you give me permission, that's what I want to do. And if you say no, fine. I'll ask again when they're older.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And I, and I just want to clarify too, we're not saying, Hey, if you're the doting grandma that, Oh no, no. Yeah.
1: Because if that's what, if that's That's what gives you joy, if when you, if what you, if when you look at your life, you say, I want to be there for my grandkids more than my parents, you know, were there for, for my kids. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's how you want to spend your time That's where you build up joy. That's what you should be doing. And no one should shame
0: you for it. Yes, exactly. What you're saying is, is to put boundaries where you want to put them if you want to put them there. Yes, absolutely. If your children's, adult children's vision of who and how you ought to be as a grandparent is one thing and your vision is another, it's okay to stick to your own vision of that role. Whatever that is.
1: And it's just communicating your your boundaries mm-hmm. and your wants so that you're both clear on that. For me, it would be looking at a predictive index survey for both of you, <laughs> <laughs> the kids <laughs> and the parent. And then, bringing explains, over her survey. <laughs> uh-huh, and then explaining it to each other because that allows you to actually see what you think you know up here, which is subjective, and understand How you can best parent them? What do they need? And they can understand. Oh, that's why she does that. That drives me crazy. She's not Mm -hmm. doing it just to drive me
0: crazy. Right. She she is crazy. I can't can't help that. You know. Well, we're all wired a certain way, aren't we? Yes. Yes. But like you Mm -hmm. said, we're, we're a lot of our life is based on habits. All kinds of habits. And we can change those if we want, if we're aware of them and want to, but there is a lot that we repeat, 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 repeat. And Uh, yeah so mm, so yeah grandma comes walking up the sidewalk with a with a briefcase you know she's bringing a survey
1: yeah oh it's (laughs) electronic Cindy now (laughs) now now you made me feel like we're on an older person podcast yeah it's all done electronically there's no briefcase there's no snail mail and there's no
0: papers (laughs) I'm a dinosaur I'm the one who said briefcase so Uh (laughs) I please forgive me everyone it's okay it's okay So, um, time's winding down, but as you look to the future and you think, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, like what really brings you the greatest sense of peace and hope about all of it?
1: Knowing that I think, despite all the mistakes I made, all my kids are going to be okay and that they're in the care of the universe and I don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about them. Mm -hmm. Knowing that my circumstances as I age, if I should lose my husband, um, you know, as you age, you start to find yourself going to funerals more frequently, which yeah. can make you feel disconnected, alone, um, especially yeah. the last two years. It's, it's intensified all of that, yeah.
0: For sure. Um,
1: and so when I think about that, I want to be really intentional about again giving myself rest, but also continuing to live in my joy and do the things that make me joyful. And not just be, you know, held down by beliefs or or whatever. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. So keeping all that front and center for yourself as you go, go into uh, the next phase of your life and uh, appreciating everything that you have and are experiencing and yeah, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, you know, I forgot to say it in the beginning, but you and I met about six years ago, not quite six, because my landlord, when I moved to Lawrence,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: your closest friends, Teresa Wild. right? Should we give yes. her a shout her? Uh-huh. She better be listening, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> here Mm -hmm. sitting here together but anyway we've enjoyed I have really enjoyed our uh, friendship Mia and our connection and that that mutual mission we have to really make a difference out there and help people really step fully into who they are so is there anything else you want to share and and or how can people contact you if they're interested in the work that you're doing Mm
1: -hmm. easy contact Mia which is MEA because I'm not missing an action. I'm right here. Those are my initials, Mary <laughs> Elizabeth Austin. Now you'll never forget it. Mia, MEA, at MiaAustin.com. Just reach out to me if there's anything that I said that interests you, and I'd be happy to give you more information.
0: Awesome. Well, once again, you're a rock star. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. So, Thank you for having me. I appreciate you and
1: your group. And I, I love watching your videos and I, and I pop in on your live Facebook sometimes and
0: see what people are commenting and listen. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I hope we bump into each other again sometime soon.
1: Yeah. There's
0: Sooner normal. than, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: We will. I'm sure we will. And I thank you.
0: I thank you for allowing me to speak. Oh, thank you so much and thank you guys for listening today yeah. I was looking at all the juicy juicy nuggets that how many were, listeners did we wind up with uh, I think 400 million or something like that <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it Cindy 400 million no Probably I don't know. share I don't know. that number
1: with other people but yeah
0: you know we're it's it's a relatively new podcast we're growing yeah. so with that uh-huh. thought in mind yes please share if you feel. yes. I'm in this podcast yourself and you know someone else who might benefit from these conversations that we're having, please invite them uh, to follow subscribe. And I appreciate all of you so much out there. And uh, if you want to contact me about anything, go to cindydwitmer.com and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.